Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode number seven in season 11. Today's a tough one. Today is turn to forgive. Forgiving the sinner. This is from 2 Corinthians chapter 2. Paul's going to go and tell a little story about probably the guy who uh, usurped his authority in, in Corinth. It's not exactly clear who he is asking the people to forgive, but the applications to us are just really hard. He's asking us to turn to forgive. So let me just read the passage, and then we're going to talk about forgiveness today. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, Now if anyone has caused pain, he has caused it not to me, but in some measure, not to put it too severely to all of you. For such a one, this punishment by the majority is enough. So you should rather turn to forgive. That's our phrase for today, turn to forgive. Turn to forgive and comfort him, or he may be overwhelmed by excessive sorrow. So I beg you to reaffirm your love for him. For this is why I wrote that I might test you and know whether you are obedient in everything. Anyone whom you forgive, I also forgive. Indeed, what I have forgiven, if I have forgiven anything, has been for your sake in the presence of Christ, so that we would not be outwitted by Satan, for we are not ignorant of his designs." So point number one is be aware of forgiveness, and it's something that we all kind of carry with us. We have the sense of justice, personal justice, and uh, on the good hand, it's it's a godly justice, and on the bad hand, uh, it's something that we can be outwitted by Satan over, that this is a specific area that the, the Christian church and Christian individuals can stumble so there's a collective part of this, and know that injury to one part of the body affects everybody. And this is not something that you should be leaning away from, but rather it's something to lean into. I want to be a part of a body that I'm connected to so well is that when other hurt, others hurt, I hurt. And when others forgive, I forgive. And just be a part of that part of their lives. There is a limit here, and he's he's telling a particular story about the limits of the assembled rebuke of community. They probably uh, uh, delivered this person to Satan, that is, put him one inch outside the church. And it's a obviously it's a powerful tool to be judiciously and careful, carefully and used in a limited way. And again, the point is not that his spirit may be. Uh, forever banished, but the, the point is that he can turn and that his spirit may be uh, saved. So let's talk about what this might mean for us. He says that we should rather turn to forgive. And here's the big question today, is who might you be reserving this right for revenge? That's a, a state of non-forgiveness that we stand in our sense of uh, righteousness. Who is that person that you are demonstrating a lack of forgiveness for? And just casual ways of saying it is, who's renting space in your head or who's renting space in your soul and is a bad tenant and you want to get them out? How do you do it? It's via forgiveness. Who is that person that's occupying spiritual real estate uh, in a negative way? And here's the key, I think, just a little tip is we are going to use the breadcrumbs of emotions to find him, the breadcrumbs of emotion. So 
Who makes you rageful? Who makes you angry? Who brings a sadness to you? That is an indication that that is probably a person that you haven't forgiven. All right, so forgiveness is modeled by Jesus. It's something that that person in your head that that occupies that real estate, trust me, they don't deserve to be forgiven. That's kind of the point. So who is that person? A coworker, a spouse, a betrayer? And that person in your life obviously seems very, very, very large, uh, overwhelmingly so, until we put it in perspective of what God has forgiven me. Uh, Colossians 3.13 says, Forgive each other as the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive. So if we have trouble getting over how big that person's sin is against us, we need to stop, take a step back, and remember what the Lord has done for you. That's the only motivation up here. And, And in fact, in verse 10, he says, it's for your sake in the presence of Christ that this forgiveness takes place. So teaching point, forgive in the presence of Christ. I decide to put you on God's hook not mine is how a friend of mine says this. I decide to put you on God. I'm going to forgive you and leave it to God. So if you're stuck in forgivelessness, don't be outwitted by Satan. That's what Paul is saying to the Corinthians and I'm saying to to myself and to you. Perhaps do this in a community. I've, I've seen people forgive heroically. I've seen people forgive for sexual abuse, for spiritual abuse, for emotional abuse, for judicial abuse, these painful things, and it's leaving God to do the justice. So my question today is, who would it be best, who would it be favorable to your spiritual walk to forgive, to stop being angry, to stop standing firm on your apparent piece of, of uh, righteousness and turn to forgive. And what it would mean to leaving that person, leaving him to God, leaving vengeance to God, leaving the mercy to God or grace to God uh, or whatever, but leaving it to God, letting God have the final word. So I'd ask, who are you still emotional about or mad at? And let your emotionals be those breadcrumbs to that person. And then don't be outwitted by Satan and forgive that person and stop staying in unforgiveness. So the call today, hardest thing ever, is to turn to forgive. And the only way we can do this is to turn to forgive in the presence of Christ. And who might that person be today who we can decide, who we can purpose to forgive, not to seek revenge upon, and let God be the boss. I pray, join me today. Find that person and let's turn to forgive them today. I'll see you tomorrow after this hard work is done.